Yo, what's going on, Brozilla? It's your boy Jerry, the TRX for Washington. I'm here at General Fitness Company Studio. It is Monday, April 22nd, and I am ready to rock and roll with episode number 209 of the TR Expert Talks. And today, well, today I want to talk a little bit about conflict. I was actually talking about this earlier on in uh, the Instagram's final thought, and I want to talk about it today in my podcast. <laughs> so I uh, actually want to talk about that because it's actually something I've been dealing with, something that my clients have actually brought up to me lately. They've been having, having some conflicts with uh, um, loved ones, having conflicts with their bosses and conflict with friends. So I want to talk about conflict because I'm pretty sure that you've actually run across conflict in your lifetime. And I have some uh, interesting insights that you probably never thought of in the conclusion. Obviously, I have some, uh, some ideas that you may have thought of and I might go in a little bit more in depth than you may have, have gone in your own personal thoughts. Or maybe uh, might be completely off in your your mind, and if that's the case, well, I would highly encourage you to leave a rating or review on iTunes. Leave a rating and maybe give me a one if you don't agree, maybe a five if you do agree, and wherever you uh, wherever your standpoint is, feel free. Yes, you feel free to go ahead and um, put down your thoughts. I saw that my friend Lulu. Uh, the other day, just put down her thoughts. Thank you very much, Lulu, for your review and rating on uh, this podcast. That definitely helps us get found. So I would appreciate you doing the same. And if you don't get around to doing that, you know, you can just help me out by sharing this podcast. You can do that really easily. Take a screenshot or you can copy the link, send it over to a friend. And that's a real easy way to get your friends to listen to this podcast. And maybe that'll help them level up their lives like you're leveling up yours right now. Well, anyways, let's go ahead and get into this podcast episode, episode number 209 of the TR Expert Talks. Should you run towards or away from conflict? Lego! You know, I was just thinking about this, you know, um, conflict. A lot of people deal with conflict in their lives, and it's, 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 it's something that's really interesting because, like, while some of us might want to avoid conflict, uh, others totally run towards conflict. And it's just not interesting because there's different personalities you can see that, you know, either may run towards or away from conflict. And there's certain ways you can obviously deal with conflict. I was actually just talking not too long ago about this, and not on the podcast, but in I don't remember even where I was talking about it. Probably, I don't know. But I know it wasn't here. <laughs> so there's two ways to deal with conflict. You know, one way is obviously to try to be the person that wins all the time, right? And that's, you know, that would be the warrior, or the, the fighter, so to speak. Someone that's always uh, looking to win. However, I would want you to consider something, you know. When you're in a relationship or when you're in long-term relationships, it's a little bit different. If you're dealing with somebody on a you know a one-off, you know if you're just dealing with them just that one time, it's not that big of a deal. You know, obviously you you live, and it's not really that big of a deal to have a conflict. I would personally, I wouldn't do. I would I would probably guide you towards maybe not having a conflict, but it's even deeper than that with a relationship because sometimes conflicts can't be avoided. You know, like. You obviously have your point of view on some things, and they might have their point of view on how they see some things, and 
you might have your you might have your um points and they might have their points but you just might even come to a point where you can't see eye to eye and there's a temptation there's a huge temptation in those cases especially in relationships to be the winner you know you want to win you know we you know we want to win a, a fight or an argument you want to prove to their per- other person that your point is more valid than their point or the things that came from your thoughts are more beneficial or they're more helpful to the situation than their thoughts. And I can understand that because I've definitely been that type of person too. I've had that, uh, you know, and sometimes I still feel that way that, uh, you know, maybe my ideas are better than the other person's ideas and that's okay. You know, that's, that's fine. I understand that we're all humans and we all have a kind of a, an un, unspoken need to be correct. And as I said, that just is what it is. But what I want you to consider today, like I said, this is, uh, you know, it's about conflict. And I want to talk a little bit more about that, uh, about conflict in a different sense in the final thought. But what I wanted to bring about here is that it's important in any case to not have a loser and a winner in any type of conflict. See, the thing is, and I've talked about this before, is that there's game theory. And in life, your goal is not to win or lose. Like, if you really want a happy life, if you want a good, have a good life where people trust you and you're seen as a good leader or seen, some, seen as someone that is good to work with, and if you're someone that wants to have more opportunities than, you know, say your average person, then your thing is not going to be to try to be a winner or even try to make someone else a loser. The key is really to try to find what that person has and what you have that you can put together that creates the most beneficial situation for both of you. And the reason why I say that is because if you think about it, like what use is your partner or your friend or whoever your person is that you're going to be interacting with consistently, what use is it to them and to you if you see them and if they feel like losers in any kind of conflict that that you have, it's not beneficial. Like, think about it. If you have a boyfriend or a girlfriend, whoever you are, and you have a conflict with them, it may feel good at the in the first you know couple moments to beat them and show them that your viewpoint is correct. But at the end of the day, it doesn't really work out in the long run because then that person's going to be less tempted to give the give you their ideals in the next time that you may have a conflict and then you run into a situation where you have degraded ideas you only all of a sudden you only have your ideas and maybe they might add a little something to your ideas but essentially they're going to be playing to your ideas and how you have to approach any conflict or any situation is that maybe the other person has better ideas than you have a lot of people approach situations and conflicts in the opposite way. And like I said, it's, it's perfectly normal and I completely understand it because I do that from time to time myself. I catch myself doing that like I'll think to myself like I have a good idea and I think like, you know, the other person might, I might run it across somebody or we might have a conflict and their idea, they run their idea across me and, I, and it rubs me the wrong way and I'm like, ah, we're at an impasse. But obviously... It's impossible for you to know everything. And it's impossible for that other person to know everything in the world. But it is possible that they might know something that you don't know. 
and vice versa. You may know, you may so know something that they don't know. So that's why it's important to think about what you can actually do to make your idea and their idea work together harmoniously to synthesize into something that you both will enjoy. And I actually read that somewhere in a book. I can't remember who wrote it. But it was a good book that talked about dealing with conflict. And it's a really, it's a, it's a really touchy subject, conflict, because a lot of us, like I said, we either avoid it or you run toward it. And when you run, t- the people that normally run toward it are normally the people that are trying to, <laughs> that, are, that are trying to win. Not, no, not all the time, but normally it's the people that are trying to win conflict. You do have people that run towards conflict because they are so eager to uh, create something that is going to be beneficial for everybody. But um, for the most part, you have those type of people that will run towards conflict and try to you know, win and try to show so, so-and-so in a debate or through some type of action that their ideas and their way of thinking is better. And as I said, that's not always a good way. You also have the other way where you have people that avoid conflict altogether, and that's not a good way either because then you eventually become, you, you, you run into a life where the, new, the norm is essentially you getting stepped on and none of your ideas get propagated into the, into the world. And we essentially lose your soul because you aren't having any kind of meaningful contributions to any relationships or to any conversations or anything like that because... Well, you're running from conflict, and the point of conflict is to essentially get your ideas out. And if you're running from conflict or you're just kind of rolling over in conflict, well, then we're missing out. You're missing out, and we're missing out on your ideas. So I just want you to consider that today. And uh, we're going to talk about conflict in just a slightly different sense in, uh, in, in respect to like how exercise actually helps you with conflict in just a few moments. All right? But before we get into that, you know, I have a little commercial break that I would love for you to listen to. If you've been considering doing a podcast or recording your own podcast, you have some ideas that you might want to put out there. Well, then I highly encourage you to listen to the following commercial because it will give you a step-by-step detailed plan on how you can make the easiest, I mean easiest, and I've tried other ways, easiest podcast in the world. <laughs> All right, so stay tuned. Okay, so I'd like to thank you for sticking around after the commercial break. So I just have another thing to add or a little element to add to the conflict thing. So conflict is, like I said, it's something that's unavoidable. And especially if you have someone that you're going to be uh, spending time with, whether it be a family member, or a friend, or a loved one, you're going to be having some type of conflict. And the best way to really deal with conflict is to exercise. And there's a lot of ways to think about it in, in that sense. Obviously, one way is to think about, well, exercise is a great stress reliever. That's part one. <laughs> and it's, it's a main, main part. A lot of my clients actually tell me because they have very high-stress jobs that they come in here to kind of blow off some steam and feel a little better about themselves and feel stronger and all that stuff. Now, that's obviously a, a main factor for a lot of people. It's good to feel strong. 
it's definitely good to kind of get rid of, rid of some stress because it just makes you feel good overall. And obviously, you know, they have the, the, the endorphins that you get from working out. So that also makes you feel good overall. But one thing that a lot of people don't realize is that exercise also makes you uh, more able to, uh, well, to withstand uh, pressure and withstand not so great circumstances. Obviously, if you can submit your body into uh, being able to you know, do 100 push-ups and in two minutes, you know, I'm just making up numbers here, but if you submit yourself to making, uh, making yourself do 100 push-ups in two minutes, well, then that's a type of stress, and your body has to get, you know, by doing that, your body tends to get acclimated to these types of stress. But another thing people don't really uh, think about as well is the fact that exercising actually makes you smarter. And let me break this down for you real quick. It's not a fact that, like, you know, push-ups make you smarter. The more push-ups you do, the smarter you are. It's actually the fact that when you exercise, you bring more oxygen to your brain. And essentially what happens to your brain as you get more oxygen into it, it has more resources, it has more ways to refresh itself, you know, get more good stuff in there, get more bad stuff out of there, and regenerate cells a lot quicker, and as I said, you know, as you can imagine, I should say, as you can imagine, getting more oxygen to your brain is a good thing, but if you're not exercising, right, if you're just sitting around and you're maybe playing luminosity, thinking that you're helping your brain out, while that may help your brain in the moment, right? Luminosity helps your brain in the moment, your cognitive functioning. But the best thing to help your brain overall is not necessarily uh, just doing cognitive functioning exercises. It's to also work on your cardiovascular, work on your muscles, and make sure that your body has nothing else, your body has nothing else to worry about, you know, because you're strong enough and capable enough, but your mind has nothing else to worry about because you are getting uh, the proper amount of oxygen into it and it's not being suffocated. So those, that, those are two hidden things or two uh, maybe not so thought of reasons to exercise and to maybe get yourself prepared for conflict because uh, conflict is, as I said, is inevitable, but the better you can, you know, whether it's conflict with a person or conflict with a, you know, program or conflict with whatever, you're going to be more adept and you're going to be more able to handle these conflicts, not only from a temperamental standpoint, but also from an intellectual standpoint, you'll be able to, um, Maybe understand how the, the, the conflict is working against you and you'll be able to either work around it or maybe synthesize your ideas in with the conflict and make a better uh, situation altogether. So that's three points for exercise and zero for not exercising. So uh, it just seems like the general consensus is that you should be exercising. <laughs> so whatever you're doing, whatever you want in your life, if you want to get it, we're going to have to think about it. And if you want to think better about it, well, then you're going to have to exercise. It's kind of the opposite of what you would think, right? You think about the meatheads are always exercising, but that's not the case. If you exercise more, (laughs) well, you think better. So anyways, this is what I got for you today. I really appreciate you listening whenever you're listening. Morning, afternoon, weekday, weekend, or at the stroke of midnight. (laughs) I really do hope you're having a good one whenever you're listening. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast. And as always... Keep good company.